guys, and welcome back to another episode of That's My Personal Business. This is the last episode of season two. Don't, don't you even fret. I literally love talking too much to quit. Um, I'm really sorry that jingle went on for as long as it did. I just feel like if this is the first episode you ever listened to, I'm genuinely so sorry. And I understand if you click out, but just know that there's a lot of really good stuff in here, despite the jingle you just heard. But we're closing out season two which means that's my personal business. We'll be getting a whole new look. We're going to be seeing you in the new year. Probably not going to have an episode next week because it is the 2nd of January and it's a Monday. And I just feel like you should take that day off. You shouldn't be listening to a podcast. And I don't want to be recording a podcast because I'm going to Paris for Christmas. I'm going to be gone for like eight days. And I just, you know what? This is all of our time to catch up and to have just a chill rebirth into 2023 um but for this last episode of 2022 and season two which that's kind of cute i'm just realizing we are doing a 2022 reflection episode which we usually do i can't even remember what the 2021 reflection was like but i can't imagine it was great um i'm very excited to recap this year because it's been lovely and it's also been horrible at the same time which i've Concluded is just kind of adulthood in general. And I'm really sorry to anyone that's really young who is listening, but like just know that life gets so much better and also so much worse, but like the the better makes it worth it. It's just higher highs, lower lows. And that is what this year was. Um, but it was the it was my favorite year of my life. And I've been saying that every year for the last three years, which I love. I love a I love a consistent, you know, pattern. Wow. I love a trend. And um, I really have loved this year, though. It's been really, really beautiful and unearthing. And it's been, it just feels like, I don't know, um, at my birthday, someone, my girlfriend asked, it wasn't someone, it was my girlfriend. Um, my girlfriend asked, like, what my favorite part of 26 had been and what I'm most excited for in 27. And I think 26 is where I really found my footing. Like, I feel like I really set myself up for a beautiful life and figured out what I wanted and made it happen. And I'm really excited for 27 to be the year where I just enjoy that. And I think it will be the first year where I'm not like having to make crazy big decisions or like having to rebuild my life or having to seek safety or happiness or direction. Like I just feel really settled Um, as much as you can in your 20s. Anyway, I still feel like what am I doing? Uh, that was another jingle. Um, but I don't know. I'm just like really excited to have a year where I don't feel like I'm having to try to find safety or, you know, having to survive or having to make big changes or I don't know. I just am feeling really, really excited and really hopeful. And so I'm excited to reflect back on this year with you. It's going to be a more personal episode, but obviously we're going to talk about work as well. Um, because this year I really feel like I found my groove and a lot of that was due to, as you guys know, system strategy, soul, which is what that whole course was built on. Um, but I got to like take it really chill the first half of the year. And then I got to take off like a month and a half during the summer and it was really, really beautiful. And so I want to start out this episode by reading off what my 2022 resolutions were and what we stuck to. Um, I do know I wanted to journal more and I journaled like, I don't know, 20 pages. Let's see the last time I journaled. Oh my God. I haven't journaled since July. Love that for me. Anyway, I like to think of Instagram as my online journal. And I know a lot of people say that, but I genuinely do. Okay. 
So for my 2022 resolutions, I did the same thing that I advised you guys to do, which we did at the beginning of our December prepping for 2023 episode, which is that I set personal, financial, and numerical goals. Um, And so I said high new journal and high 2022 because I journaled. I'm glad we're starting this out with a solid angel number because I journaled it on the second. Is it weird that I don't want to make a bunch of resolutions this year? There's things that I want to do and hope to do, but more than anything, I just want to be happy. I hope to earn blank, which I've almost hit. And I am manifesting that I will hit it in the next two weeks because I'm recording this on the 15th. Um, See three plus new countries, which I did. No, I saw Guatemala. I saw Spain. I might have only seen two. I did go a lot of new places, though, so I feel excited about that. Get a will and investments. Didn't do that. That one's moving to 2023. Grow my following in the podcast. We did do that, which is exciting. And I said, but more importantly, I want to feel safe, secure, loved, and present. I want to honor my intuition. I want to push myself. I want to work hard. I want to love and be loved. I want to live in the present. I want to be brave. I want to appreciate my life as it is. I can honestly say I did all of those, which is really fun and exciting. So then I moved into personal health and business. And what I did is I said what I wanted to feel this year. And then on the other side, I wrote down what I wanted to do in order to hit those goals. So I said, let's start with personal. One, I want to feel confident. Two, I want to feel like I'm living life to the fullest. Three, I want to to love and be loved. Four, I want to feel unabashedly myself. Five, I want to feel more joy. So my co-inciting connect, I don't know, my, (laughs) the goals I set related to those things were one morning mantras and at least monthly solo dates. I didn't really do that. I'm not going to lie. I did speak a lot gentler to myself though. And I feel good about that Two, travel at least three times, ideally to new countries. I did travel over three times. Um, and I saw two new countries, which is very exciting. Go to coffee slash lunch every week with friends, um, and get out of my pajamas say I don't feel like I was that intentional about that but I do feel like I I did that quite a bit um freely express my thoughts and opinions I did do that um and this is something that I am really proud of myself for this year um I don't really tolerate shit like I used to and I'm working on not and I'm working on even when it's really really uncomfortable expressing my feelings and my boundaries and when people don't respect that I'm not afraid to be like okay goodbye see you later that's fine. Um, go explore the city at least weekly. Honestly, I didn't do a good job at this. Um, my mental health, the highs and lows of it, the lows have definitely manifested in cooping up in my apartment. I also just love my apartment. Downside of making your apartment everything you've ever wanted is that you want to spend more time in it. So this is also a 2023 goal is to go explore the city more. But I did explore the city a lot. And I feel like I explored Brooklyn a lot, which I loved. Um, Okay, so I said health, mental, physical, and emotional. I want to feel present, which I did. I want to feel open and transparent. I want to feel strong. I want to feel smart and improving. I actually am really, that makes me really, really happy to read because this is something I've like really been actively working on and talked a little bit about on my Instagram subscription. Um, but is that I'm, I'm kind of done learning from within our industry. I think it's gotten kind of cyclical and it has kind of become like a bit of an echo chamber. And so I've really been trying to learn from industries other than ours. And New York, living here in New York has helped so much with this because I'm meeting so many people that aren't in our industry, unlike when I lived in Utah and LA. And so I've just been learning so much more about things like yes, the corporate side of things, but just new things in general that like 
I just didn't have exposure to before, which has been really, really cool. I've learned a lot. Um, I want to feel safe. So the goals associated with that were morning routine daily covering the big three, which for those of you who have never heard me talk about the big three, it's that my morning routine should include something for my body, my spirit, and my emotions. I didn't do great at that either, but I, I, I did do my morning routine helping, having a dog honestly really helps with this. Like I'm feeling it right now. Cause my dog is at boarding to get trained cause she's reactive. Um, it's so much harder to motivate myself to get out of the house without my dog, like more than I expected. I haven't left my house in 24 hours, which I just got back from a trip to be fair. But like, yeah, I, I did do a morning routine, but I don't feel like I was as intentional about it as I should have been. Um, don't hold back for the comfort of others. I did do that. And as in like, I didn't, as in I achieved that goal. Um, exercise four to five times a week, 10K steps. <laughs> no, um, I also broke my foot this past year and that that derailed me in a way that I can't even explain both physically and emotionally. Um, try something new monthly and work on my Spanish. I did work on my Spanish a little because I went to two Spanish speaking countries, which I want to start doing like my Duolingo more because I took four years in high school. Um, but I do feel like I was really good about trying new things, holding boundaries, letting go of people who don't <laughs> who don't serve me as I serve them in open communication. Yes, we lost some people here this year because of that. Um, and I just want to say, because I don't feel like we talk about this enough and I wish someone would have talked to me about it, especially when I was younger, but even just now, is how common it is to lose people. Um, and I was talking to my therapist about it because I was like, it's really hard to like lose people after a couple years of friendships or relationships. And she was like, okay, well, if you have something that brought you together, like a trauma or an experience, or maybe you met them when you were a kid, you had something big in common. And like, as you get further along in these relationships, you get more comfortable um, as those things that originally bonded you maybe fade. You get to discover if you are even compatible as people because like not everyone is compatible. That's like a very normal thing. And there's nothing wrong with either people in those situations. Like objectively, some people just don't get along. And it's okay if people, once you're like more comfortable with them and you guys have like gotten out of whatever situation bonded you to realize like, oh shit, we're actually not that compatible. Um, and she was like, and then you add in the layers of like people being shitty <laughs> and not respecting boundaries or communication. You know, sometimes things just don't work out. And I wish that I would have known as a child slash any time in my life, even now that like not everyone's going to be in your life forever. And that's OK, um, because I, I, I found myself sometimes being more sad about the fact that I lost someone than the actual person that I lost, because like maybe the relationship was more complicated than I thought or like. You know, there's so many layers to it. And I feel like it's just the older I get, the more I'm like, oh, there really are like, you know, humans are very complex. And so for them to mesh well enough with each other to be in each other's lives in a really intense and integral way forever, you know, that's not going to be everyone. And that's OK. Um, So, yeah, I feel like I, I didn't used to be very good at speaking my mind or my emotions or holding boundaries. And I'm definitely not perfect at it now. Um, but I feel like that's something I definitely worked a lot harder on this year. And I don't know, I'm really proud of myself because it's been really, really hard, but also really, really rewarding to see who's for me and who's not because some people respect boundaries and they want to work on the things that you communicate to them. And some people don't. And that's OK. And those just aren't your people. And that's all right. Um, okay. Business. I want to feel organized. I want to feel empowered. I want to feel secure. I want to feel excited. I want to be progressing. 
which I'm very excited to talk about these. So one was build clear systems for every part of my business, which I did. And it served my business more than I could have ever dreamed, which obviously we have several podcast episodes on that as well as courses. Um, Sell out becoming and empower 12 women, which I don't think we ended up selling 12 of becoming, but we ended up doing like over a dozen VIP days. And I think we did like I want to say we did like 10 becoming clients or nine and the becoming program this year has just been like so rewarding and empowering and amazing and just like such a literal honor to work with such so many amazing women. Um, It is not a woman exclusive program, but I've just only worked with women in it so far. I'd love to welcome in masculine, more masculine energy this year if someone feels called to it. But um, the becoming program has just been so fucking cool. And I feel like it's also just been like this really rewarding example of give and take and exchanging of energy because it's like the people that thrive the most in the programs are the ones that have put in as much work and are willing to put in as much work executing what I teach them as I put into teaching them it and it's just been really really cool to have so many women that are just like so dedicated to their dream life and dream business that they're like unwilling to stop until they get it um and it's just been really really beautiful and I've gone to also just like emotionally connect to these women in such a beautiful and empowering way that like I don't know. That really is why I'm so adamant with you guys about like your business being personally and financially fulfilling is like this becoming program. A lot of my coaching clients, I would coach them for free just because it's such a rewarding part of my life and beautiful part of my life to connect with these women in such a personal way that like I really would do my job for free. I talk about this all the time, but it's like even if money disappeared tomorrow, I would still do my job because I fucking love it. Um, So yeah, that's that's one set up one new course and one passive income, which we did. We launched VIP days we launched marketing consultations we launched system strategy and soul it's been a really really big year which has been really cool incorporate more passion and fun into my business which I also have done I feel like we've had so much fun like building out content this year and like using data to like get even more strategic with the content and I've just had so much fun with my programs we have a 2023 workshop coming up I'm just it's been a lot of fun this year like I literally cannot believe that this is my first year doing education full-time. It's crazy. Grow email list to 10K. That didn't happen. Um, SEO for freebies. Yes, we have started working on that, which has been really, really cool. And grow TikTok to 25K, which we grew it to, I want to say almost 40, which is super, super cool. Um, Other three to four hours of daily screen time. That didn't happen. But do not disturb daily. Yes. Weekly spirituality. I didn't do great with this. This has been like another thing that kind of fell by the wayside with my mental health. And like, I also want to talk about Like, I think it's important to talk about these things because I also share on the internet, you know, like it's a highlight reel. I talk to you guys a lot about, yes, the hard things, but for the most part, it's me showing you like the good parts. And like, I also think it's important for you to note that like, yeah, I had the best year of my life personally, financially um, and like fulfillment wise, but it also like my mental health was rough this year. Like we couldn't figure out my medication at the beginning of the year. They put me on the wrong meds and I was like manic. I literally had an episode, like a manic episode for like three and a half months and it was really tough um and then we couldn't figure out my meds and like my mental health was really really hard and that manifested in a lot of different ways but like one is that I didn't get to work on myself as much as I needed to because I was just like manic or like once they switched my meds I was depressed like it just has been really really difficult um and so even reading this list I've told you guys like oh I didn't do that and to me it's like 
it would be really easy to look at this and get really down on myself for not accomplishing that. But at the end of the day, it's like I didn't accomplish it. And shaming myself for that isn't going to make me feel any better. So instead, I can just be like, let's work on on it again this year. And we did accomplish a lot of things that I didn't even write down, which is really, really cool. Um, So weekly spirituality is one of those. Like I would love to work on that a little bit more um, because I had a really good rhythm with spirituality when I was living in L.A., Um, I mean, it was also the pandemic, so it was like, what else can we do? Um, but yeah, I, I want to work on that a little bit more. Work schedule. Um, I have found, and I think this has been like a really cool thing that I've gotten out of this year, is like I can work in spurts, um, and I also work best from like 3 to 8 p.m., um, And I was trying for a long time to like make myself clock in for like seven hours a day or like four hours a day. Like I would try to like set timing on like we need to like work from nine to four or like 10 to four or something on this day, this day and this day. Um, And I found that just like didn't work for me. And so instead of setting up a schedule for myself, what I found works best is the systems and strategy that we use of like laying out what needs to be done and then just following my body's energy on that. And some days I'll work 12 hours and then I won't work for like the rest of the week. Um, You know, I told you guys I took off like a month and a half during the summer and then I came back and I worked, you know, a couple extra 10 hour days. And I've really just been trying to focus on like listening to my body and like if it needs rest, I clock out. And if it doesn't need rest because I'm loving what I'm doing, great. If I want to take two weeks off, I'm going to do it. If I want to, you know, work until midnight, I'm going to as long as I'm not tired. Um, And it's just become like this game of listening to myself and being like, yeah, what what feels best to me today? Like as long as I meet my client deadlines and my clients are getting served properly, like I'm going to work in the way that feels best to my body. So I'm really happy with the way that my work schedule has kind of formed this year and just working on it a little bit more intuitively. Um, And also just like how fucking cool is it that we get to do that? Like we're so lucky and privileged that like, I don't know. I'm just so lucky that I have a job where I can do that. Like if I wake up one day and I'm like, I'm not feeling it. I can just lay in bed and watch TV or read a book. And like, as long as I answer my Marco Polos, we're Gucci. Um, start shooting again, which I did. I did shoot a couple times this year, which has been really, really cool. Um, I'm taking like very, very limited photography bookings in 2023, which I'll link for you my photography website if you do want to work together. Um, but it's just been really, really cool. I've second shot a bit too. And it's just been neat to reapproach shooting after taking so much time off. Um, my style of shooting has changed quite a bit. And I love this just more documentary and taking a step back approach, especially when it comes to wedding or lo- weddings or love. And so, yeah, that's been a really, really cool part of this year. Um, the last one was once warm, four plus hours outside a day. I didn't do that. There's just like no way I did that. I also completely underestimated how hot New York winters are. If you have ever been to New York in July or August, you like literally can't go outside. It's so hot. It's completely like unmanageable, which I didn't didn't know and or expect. Um, but that's kind of what that's a little summary of what I predicted from this year and what actually happened. That was a really like long <laughs> long recapping of this year but I think one of my favorite things about this year is that I've like really let myself trial and error things in a way where like someone was talking to me and they're like oh yeah when did you move to New York and like how did that go and I was like oh yeah I moved here like October 2020 um and was like I moved here alone I didn't know anyone and they're like oh that's insane like that's crazy and I was like yeah I guess like and we were just talking about how that could have gone really poorly and I was talking about how like there's something about hitting rock bottom at 24. Like when I got divorced and you guys know the story probably. If not, you can go listen to some other podcast episodes. But it's like I 
got divorced. I left a six-year relationship, almost four-year marriage. My bank account was wiped clean. I, like, I lost everything in my divorce. Like, that was literally rock bottom. And then I moved to LA on a whim to try to, like, restart my life and got met with the pandemic the day I moved in there. Um, and then quarantined alone for four months. And I got to process an entire six-year toxic relationship alone in a new state. And, like, not to say I have the worst life ever, but like that was my rock bottom. Um, and there's something beautiful <laughs> about hindsight about rock bottom. Um, and the fact that like things just are less scary, like big risks are less scary. Moving across the country, knowing no one, I'm like, okay, I already hit rock bottom. So like, what's the worst that happens? I don't know anyone. I already spent months and months alone during the pandemic. <laughs> like I'll be fine. Um, and I feel like that's really bled into the way that I approach not only my life, but my business. I've been able to take risks and experiment and like, quote unquote, failure is just a lot less scary to me. And I think that's been one of my favorite things about 2022 is like, I've been able to like be like, oh, let's try this out. Oh, it didn't work. That's fine. Let's try this out instead. And I've gone to just try a lot of new things, which um, obviously also being my first year full time with education and not having weddings to fall back on. I was like, this is basically a whole new business that we're going to have to learn how it operates and lives and breathes. So like, let's see what works and what doesn't. And um, it's just been really cool. And I used to be really, really type A. I'm like an Enneagram one. <laughs> I'm a Sagittarius Capricorn. Like I love having control of things um, and I still do, but like my type A type of personality has kind of simmered a little bit in the fact that like I'm a lot chiller about like, which for people who know me, they're like, you're chill. And I'm like, yes, this is the chill version of me. Um, but like I am a lot chiller in letting things go or you know, experimenting with things, being okay with things not going as well, being less down on myself when things don't work out because everything really is a give and take. It's trial and error. It's a two steps forward, one step back situation. And like, I think we put so much pressure on ourselves for everything to execute perfectly all the time. And that's just not the case. And I, that's one of the reasons why I like talking to you guys so much about like my personal life and what's working and what's not, because like, I want you to know what things worked and what didn't, right? Like I, you know, we launched things this year that didn't sell at all. We saw, we launched a podcast PDF that I thought would do really well because people were always DMing us about podcasts and we made like maybe a hundred dollars. Like that was the worst launch I've ever had in my entire life. Um, like stuff like that happens to everyone, right? Like we had launches this year that brought in like multiple, multiple, several tens of thousands of dollars. And we had launches that brought in a hundred dollars. And like, that's okay. I learned a lot from it, right? Like one of my big takeaways from this year was that like small level PDF courses, they don't do that well on our platform. Like they just don't and that's fine. Um, so we're not going to put time or money into them. Like bigger investments work really well as well as like freebies. Like I want people to have access to freebies from me. But I just like want people to know that like it's okay to trial and error things. It's okay to experiment. It's okay for things to go poorly. It's okay to learn from those things, right? Like I got to learn from those failed launches that like those things probably aren't going to help that much, right? Like I had a coaching client this year that was really hard and I learned a lot from it and being like, okay, these are the things that I need to, you know, make sure I run past people in the consultation section and like experience and like these are things I need to ask and these are things that I need to double check on before we sign a contract to work together. Like, like I learned so much this year and I learned more from my failures than I did my successes. Honestly, like they have been able to steer me in a way where like, I'm like, okay, we don't need to put energy into that anymore. And then, you know, we have these systems, we have these tactics that we do to look at data, look at what worked, look at what didn't and be like, okay, great. Now let's, let's work on that. Like, let's do more of that. And 
I don't know. I've done that a lot personally as well. Like I've fucked up majorly this year and I've done really well with some things this year, right? Like I've learned a lot and I feel like I've also just made really good connections with people that are willing to give grace and do the same for me and have hard conversations and grow and stretch together. Um, And, you know, I've had to remove people from my life or draw boundaries with people in my life. And like, I don't know. I don't know what the big takeaway from this is. I think it's just that life is just life and everything lately has just felt so big and small and significant and insignificant all simultaneously. And it's just been this really fascinating year of just like observing life as it happens while also feeling in control. I don't know. It's I sound like I'm high and I'm not, but it's just been a really, really fascinating year um, of learning about myself and how I operate in the world and how other people do as well. And just like extending grace to others, extending grace to myself. And I'm just, I'm really grateful for what this year has brought. And I'm really excited for next year. Like I feel like I'm just excited to experience more time within my life. And it's like the first time I've ever felt like that. And I wouldn't even say that anything like massive even no that's not true massive things have happened this year um I did that like moments that altered my brain chemistry thing on TikTok and I went through my camera roll and I was like wow no this year really said like I couldn't even put half of the things on there because they were literally too traumatic and private but like it has been a crazy year I was about to say nothing crazy happened yes it did um I don't know what I'm getting at I just love you guys. I love life. It is a, it's a double-edged sword, um, but it, it it's like sour candy. It's the best of both worlds. And I'm really grateful I got another year of it. And I'm really excited for this next one too. And I hope you know that even if you are recounting on 2022 and it didn't live up to everything you're hoping for, that's okay. Like we have a whole nother year and a whole nother day, week, month to try again and to do our best. And that's literally all that matters. And I hope that you're gentle with yourself and soft with yourself as you plan for this next year and also look back on last year, right? Like, again, like I said earlier, it'd be so easy to like look at my resolutions and what I didn't hit and be like, cool, I suck. But like, what's the point of that? That's so dumb. Like, yeah, I didn't hit it, but like, who cares? I did my best this year and I accomplished what I accomplished. And I'm really grateful for the things I did accomplish, even if that was just surviving the year. Like I made it through another year and that's really fucking cool. And if that's all you did this year, I'm really proud of you. Like if you just made it through this year and you're listening to this podcast, that alone is a win. I hope you're really, really proud of it. Celebrate making it through another year, you know, set resolutions, set goals to accomplish what you want to in this next year, but be gentle with yourself. You're just a human doing your best. And that's really beautiful. And it's really beautiful that we get to connect with each other in this way. And I hope that I get the chance to help you and stretch with you and grow with you this next year. And I can't wait. It's going to be absolute magic. So I love you guys. I mean it. Happy 2022 into 2023. Happy new year. And I will see you in season three.